you are Locked On Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, all you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. And on today's program, as usual on Wednesdays during the season, got plenty of sound bites for you here today, including from two of the standouts from Saturday's Missouri victory over Central Michigan, running back Tyler Beatty and corner Caleb Evans. Of course, we'll hear from Eli Drinkwitz as well. But first of all, I do want to tell you, Just one last time, this is the final day of the Locked On Podcast Network's special ultimate NFL season preview. Every team, every division, if you haven't checked it out yet, check out the previous seven episodes, each one dedicated to one specific division. Follow the ultimate season preview 2021 feed on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And like Eli Drinkwitz said post-game, yes, there's plenty of room for improvement. In fact, he, I believe he said that improvement is the biggest room in the house for Missouri. That felt like a bit of an overstatement based on my own analysis of the game. But you know what? Eli, the master motivator, manipulator, whatever you want to call it, I think he was trying to set the expectations low for his own team just based on their own performance don't get them to buy into any type of hype whatsoever and certainly there was much for Missouri to improve after Saturday's victory but one thing that I came out with was that it seemed like everybody came out of Saturday relatively unscathed no major injuries that I could tell whatsoever in fact Mookie Cooper was the one guy that we were worried about. Well, he didn't get a ton of action on Saturday, had a couple touches at least on jet sweeps. But again, according to Eli Drinkwitz, Cooper sounds like his mysterious lower leg injury should be okay at this point, especially with another week removed from the original injury. Now, as I've said a couple times this week, just based on my own assumptions, I really believe that Eli Drinkwitz and the rest of the staff was determined to show Kentucky as little as possible. I think they're well aware that this is a really important game for Missouri early in the season, but as I said before, it seems like Drinkwitz is using the old trader's adage of UPOD, under promise, over deliver. This is what stock traders like to see out of CEOs of major companies. Don't tell me you're going to do great and miss the numbers. No, just tell me that things are are doing fine and then actually beat your own expectations. That's what we want to see. Well, perhaps Eli Drinkwitz is taking this strategy to heart. Asked about how big of a game this is for Missouri? Well, here's what he had to say. They're all big. I mean, they're all big. Um... You know, obviously last year was a big game for us uh, because we hadn't beaten them in five years. And I think getting that uh, off of our chest was good. I I think it's – I mean, 
Coach Stoops been there for 10 years, 10 years, recruited at a really high level and developed his players. Um, so to try to make a comparison, us and them right now, I think is a little bit soon. I think we got to control who we are. We got to do what we need to do, go on the road. Um, I mean, I don't think anybody's season ends after week two, regardless of how it plays out. I think it's a big test for us uh, on who we want to be and how we want to perform and what what we want to do on the road, which we didn't play particularly well last year on the road. I think we had one road win. So I think for us it's more about a test to see how much we've grown and developed. I don't look at it as this is a, a, a – whether where Kentucky's program versus Missouri's program is. So the psychology here is pretty obvious, right? You've got a team, a lot of guys back from last season, off a team that frankly dominated Kentucky, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Kentucky showed nothing there. So you don't want this Tiger team to be overconfident, especially when it appears at first glance that this looks like a completely different Kentucky offense. In fact, pro football focus had Will Levis, the new Kentucky quarterback, tops top grade among his team and fourth among all quarterbacks in college football with at least 20 attempts in the first week of the season. So, and again, just to my eyes, the quick bit that I watched the Louisiana Monroe game, yeah, that looked like a completely different Kentucky attack. Now, I will have much more on the Wildcats tomorrow when I do a deep dive on that Louisiana Monroe offense, the offense against Louisiana Monroe, I should say, for Kentucky. Let's see what we can gleam on that tomorrow for sure. But until then, let's hear more about what Eli Drinkwitz has to say about this Kentucky group. They had 560 yards, I think, and 420 of them through the air. I think last year they had 35 total plays maybe, you know, and maybe 35 through the air. So totally different style, totally different feel, um, executed at a high level, uh, shifts, motions, formation, yeah, vertical shots, uh, intermediate uh, middle field throws, quick game, got the whole – the only thing that's a surprise to me is how quickly they've gotten it to where they're at. You know, sometimes when you come in as a new offensive coordinator that makes such a drastic change, it's kind of hard to get it in that quickly. But, I mean, they're they're humming on all cylinders right now. And, and uh, obviously it helps when you add some great players like they've been able to add. So that was my assumption as well. Not necessarily that Kentucky couldn't change its offense for the better. We've seen Mark Stoops be adaptable with that program already. But I did assume it would take more than one or two weeks to really change that Kentucky offense. And frankly, maybe it will. Maybe this is Eli Drinkwitz again, just lowering expectations for Missouri, raising expectations for Kentucky, getting his guys in the right mental place. But certainly, just again, based on what little I've seen, I'm going to dive more deeply into this. It looks like Kentucky is an improved squad. But then again, you look at it and you go, gosh, for as much as Eli Drinkwitz has talked up Kentucky here, surely they've got to be at least, what, 10, 12-point favorites, something like that? Well, it turns out no. When you go over to betonline.ag, the Wildcats are favorite, or favored, I should say, but just by five and a half points. If I were you and you like the Tigers, 
this weekend, I would say askew the point spread and just take them to win outright. If you like the Tigers, take the plus 175. Put, say, 10 bucks on it to win 1750. There's your ratio or anything thereof, whatever you're comfortable betting on. No big deal. It's all about fun over at Bet Online, where, of course, you can get a 100% welcome bonus when you use the promo code LOCKED ON on that first deposit. And, of course, be sure to take advantage of tomorrow's opening day super promo, Bucks, Cowboys. If you lose your wager, you'll be refunded up to 25 bucks for new customers only when signing up and using the promo code NFL100 at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. And of course, since the NFL is starting tomorrow, the first Sunday is of course this weekend, Now's the perfect time to jump in with Stat Hero, the newest way to play daily fantasy sports. These guys have a great idea because they put the player and control and winning within reach for those of us casuals. And here's how it works Stat Hero shows you their lineups and they dare you to beat them. See, it's you versus the house in a head to head matchup. You don't have to worry about thousands and thousands of different variables in these giant contests against people who have, frankly, way more of an edge and just way more time to do lots of research and all that good stuff. Well, here's the deal. Use Stat Hero where you are in control. Play DFS the way it's meant to be, one-on-one. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. Sign up for free right now, and you can get three times back on your first play. That's right, a 300% match. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. Once again, stathero.com slash locked on. One reason Missouri mostly came out unscathed injury-wise from week one could be that so many players stayed fresh. A lot of rotation at corner, at safety, Certainly on the offensive line at times, definitely on the defensive line with Makai Wingo, the true freshman, playing the most snaps, as I noted before, of any interior lineman. So that's certainly a plus. But really, obviously it's got to be a bit of a concern that no one on this football team has played what I would call a real road game. Now, they've played a a true road game in another team's stadium, but of course with COVID-19, You don't get that real atmosphere. And that's not just a a psychological thing. No, there are real implications on the football field that are much more easy to see. They aren't just some ephemeral thing that you can't actually get your hands on. Now, of course, crowd noise is a real problem. And I'll let Eli Drinkwitz explain just a little bit more of that. Well, we've got fans. You know, and I think they're calling for a sellout, so we got to work noise. Um, and, and, you know, that's that's totally different. You know, last year you could you could yell out on the field and make play call adjustments, you know. Um, this year I don't think we'll have the ability to do that. Um, obviously the, 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 the planes, trains, and automobiles is a little bit different. Of course, we've got a little bit of a snafu because of the Columbia Airport being under construction right now, so we're having to um, – change our travel um, a lot 
relative to what it's been. So that's going to be interesting to see how we uh, adjust to that adversity. Um, but other than that, I think it would still be the same, and we'll still wear masks and do the things that we need to do to protect ourselves. So it is interesting to note that Missouri certainly performed better at home for the most part than it did on the road last year, despite this crowd difference. So as a Missouri fan, it does worry me a little bit when I think about the differences from home versus road last year. And oh no, a Columbia Regional Airport travel snafu where half the team is going to have to fly out of St. Louis. I don't love those vibes either, I have to admit. But I tell you, I do get great vibes from Tyler Beatty, of course, but also our new corner, Caleb Evans. Man, did he play an excellent football game last week. I want to hear from both of those men coming up, but first I do want to tell you about one of the greatest sponsors of all time, and of course, that is Built Bar. Yes, Built Bar is now very much entrenched with the BYU football program Good thing Missouri avoided playing them last year, right? So we don't have any conflicts of interest here. We just get to love the good old-fashioned Built Bar. Did you know they have nine delicious flavors? Well, try them all out when you get a mixed box where you will get two of each. Really laser focus in on which one gets your mouth watering the most. But regardless, they're all High in protein, low calories, low sugar, low carbs. Yeah, that's what you want to hear when you're trying to lose a couple of pounds. So go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCK15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. Again, that's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. As a fan, obviously, I love seeing the Tigers get W's. But you know what? I also feel really fortunate anytime there's a, a bunch of likable, engaging personalities on the team that you can really glom onto as a fan as well. Certainly Sean Robinson is one of those guys, and obviously I gotta put Tyler Beatty in that camp as well. Just a, a fun, fun guy to listen to. And well, after his big game, of course, Tyler Beatty got to get behind the lectern and You know, not only is he a fun, engaging personality, he's also very honest as well. Asked about how he felt after getting a career high in touches, getting a Larry Roundtree-like workload. Well, here's what Tyler had to say about all that. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. I, I, I'm always very confident in myself and what I can do. Uh, just like I said before, Larry was the bell horse uh, back. So I was I was tired, you know. I said that before. Uh, so usually I'm used to getting five, ten touches a game. I'm looking on the stat sheet. Twenty five? Is that what they say? Twenty five. So I yeah, I, I wasn't really used to that. So it's definitely good to get my feet wet early, you know, and just uh, just keep it going uh, throughout the season. And one reporter in the press room couldn't help but wonder if that fatigue factor. Might have caught up with him a little bit in the fourth quarter late in the game. Tyler with a 69-yard rush that essentially sealed the game for the Tigers. But surprisingly, Tyler got caught from behind. Well, here was his reaction to that question. 
you talking about the one I got caught? You know, you talking about you talking about the one I got caught? Oh, <sighs> man, I was tired. I was tired. The thing is, I, that's one of the, that's one of the plays I'm gonna regret for a long time, you know. And I just feel like there's a lot of different things I could have done on the play. I knew it was late in the game. I could have got down, ran out of bounds. Just you know what happens when you get tired. You know, you just kind of lose that mental focus. So I just feel like I just need to focus up and just be there uh, for my team. You know, later and down in the road, you know. We got a lot of SEC games coming up, and I need to be smarter and be able, be prepared for different situations like that later on. Hey, you got to love the nitpicking from a guy who had over 200 yards from scrimmage on the day. But you know what? A smile on his face the whole time. Just a just a fun guy to be a fan of is Tyler Beatty. No question about that. And I think we're starting to realize that a Caleb Evans, the cornerback transfer from Tulsa, of course. But we're starting to realize he's a heck of a find and a fun guy to be a fan of as well. And considering how well Evans played on Saturday, it was pretty astonishing to note that his interception that he snagged in that ball game was the first one he got in his entire career. Maybe that's quarterbacks, opposing quarterbacks being afraid to throw his way in the American Conference. I'm not sure, but it was interesting to note that that did actually weigh on him mentally a little bit. It was a little bit, you know. It, it's always in the back of your mind as a DB, you know, but you still got to play your game. Um, and I was just telling other people, you got to be able to visualize that type of, you know, success in, in the game. Um, and that's something I've really been working on this offseason, um, the visual, visualization aspect of the game, because, you know, anything in life you really want, you got to be able to see that, right? So... That's really what I did in fruition. So to me, the fact that Caleb Evans can get that monkey off his back, put on the the turnover robe after week one of the season, I think that's just going to help propel him mentally this whole year. I really do. I'm not trying to go crazy, but a small positive there. The mental side is a big side. You heard him you heard him talking about it there, visualizing things, visualizing positive outcomes. Kind of sounds like a golfer a little bit, doesn't he? Well, a while back I heard that a Caleb is an avid golfer. I had never really heard any follow-up since then. I'd be curious to hear if that's true, how he picked up on the game and all that good stuff. But overall, I'm just starting to like a Caleb Evans mental approach to not just football but to life overall. And it seems like he's a good mentor already with his experience for these younger players in the Missouri secondary. Yeah, most definitely. I think the key uh, aspect that I bring is, you know, showing them what professionalism looks like. You know, um, you're never too young or to be a pro. Um, I've seen freshmen that have pro mindsets, right? So I just try to bring that to them if they don't already have that. Um, and they, they embrace it. And I feel like we're all taking on that challenge of playing like a pro and studying like a pro, um, no matter what the situation is. So that's the type of leadership I try to bring. Um, I feel like I've done a decent job so far. So you're never too young to be a pro. Now that is another great quote that I'm going to steal. A lot of good quotes from this team so far this year. A lot of good motivational stuff, which I like to eat up, quite honestly. And again, another positive that I took away from week one is that Missouri looked kind of like a pro team. 
again, not in terms of they look like an NFL team. I just mean they look like they know what they were doing in week one. Not a lot of penalties in terms of jumping offsides, false starts, delays of game, any of that kind of procedural stuff that often portends a sloppy football team and maybe some giving away close games during the season. So I like the attitude of this team so far. It seems like we have good leadership, and once again, it seems like they're all rowing in the right direction. So regardless of what happens on Saturday, I feel positive about this program right at the moment. And oh, by the way, just one final note here, Mizzou-related, since I brought up a Caleb Evans Possibly being an avid golfer, I'd like to confirm this, by the way, but Hayden Buckley, congratulations to him, former Missouri golfer, officially got his PGA Tour card. He's going to make his first start as a member of the Tour at the Fortnet Open, September 16th through the 19th, so check him out there. He's also locked down a starting position at the Sanderson Farms Championship in Jackson, Mississippi. So check out young Hayden Buckley. If you're a golf fan like I am, I'll certainly be rooting for him in his young career. So until next time and tomorrow, I'm going to have plenty more, a deep dive on the Kentucky Wildcats. So look forward to that tomorrow right here on Locked on Mizzou.